my name is Max, and this is the Power Source Podcast, a place where I talk about old school games from a new school perspective, and sometimes new games, like today, which I will be talking about with an interesting sentence. Um, I'm going to be talking about an issue that started when I was younger and has become increasingly annoying to me and many other gamers. Um, when I refer to gamers as a group, it makes me want to scream. Um, but this is an important topic. We're going to be talking about microtransactions, online subscriptions, game ownership, and financial barriers in gaming, which I feel like is the kind of thing a lot of gamers don't love to discuss, other than, man, this video game is expensive. Yeah, this sucks. And then they just, that's where the conversation ends, which is awful, because I think, you know, as a community, people need to be having that conversation. Um, so, I like the last podcast. I'm recording these back-to-back. That's why these are in such a similar format. Um, I will be discussing those terms and then kind of my own opinion on that. So what is a microtransaction? A microtransaction is a business model where users can purchase virtual goods, such as cosmetic upgrades, gameplay upgrades, new levels, coins, gems, etc. Um, with micropayments. So those are often you know small payments of maybe a dollar to sometimes ten dollars within a game. Um, there are Microtransactions are often used in free-to-play games, which are games that are, well, in the name, they are free-to-play, and the base price is zero. And they're often used in those kind of games as revenue for the people who made it, for developers. These come in the forms of, uh, sometimes you might see them written as in-app purchases on the App Store. Um, Sometimes people call these games pay-to-win, because you can play them for free, but you can't get very far without any microtransactions. And these, oh, these get on my nerves. To be honest, I think microtransactions really bother me. Because, it like, I think a lot of games are pay to win. And that, like, a lot of games with microtransactions are pay to win. Or pay to make your video game experience less annoying than you thought it was going to be. Which is infuriating. For example, one, ex- one experience, I don't pay a, like play a lot of games that have this. Um, because I, I kind of stick to the same thing. But one thing that bothers me is I'm playing Star Wars The Old Republic right now. I am obsessed with this game. And there is a subscription service. We will get back with that as the next point. But there are also microtransactions. Um, so you don't have to pay for a subscription. But if you maybe want a couple things that come with the subscription, you can you know pay to get cartel coins as the, the currency in order to purchase cosmetics or uh, sometimes upgrades or you know s- things like that within the game. Um, and it bothers me because it's like th- there's a lot of things that limit you in the game that I'm like, oh, I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to change my, my appearance or change a skill or like do something that I should be able to do with the base game. And I'm not able to because it's like, oh, you need these many cartel coins. And I'm like, these are expensive. I don't have money for this kind of thing. And, you know, then I don't buy them and I continue with the game and I still have fun. So in that game, it's luckily it's not like a huge pay to win personally like you can there are like packages i'm pretty sure i haven't not sure in this one but i know in world of warcraft there there's this where you can like pay for like a like a like a character that's all the way like level 60 because in these games in mmos you level through as you play the game and then those levels like sometimes you are be too low of a level to beat a certain boss and so then you have to go play the game a lot to get to that level and then once you're that level you can kill that boss but what people will, like what sometimes these companies do is they will create packages 
but you buy them for like a decent amount of money. For like I've seen some very expensive ones, but I can't give you a price point. Um, and you are automatically a very high level with a bunch of, you know, extra things and a bunch of extra abilities. You just kind of come in there and that's like pay to win. That's pay to be better than everybody else right away, which is annoying. Because um, it's like, man, I was working for this. I was enjoying the struggle and you just got to, you just got there. It's not fair. Um, so it is kind of annoying. And I think microtransactions, like, they limit how much you can play a game because they, like, once a game relies on microtransactions to a point where they can't do anything else, like, to, like some games will eventually, like, rely on microtransactions so much where the raw gameplay experience is just not fun and you can't play it without microtransactions. And genuinely, genuinely, there are some games with microtransactions that are straight up gambling, but they don't classify as gambling because of some legal loopholes depending on the country they're in or the country that the, that the game is from. And it's just like, hey, this seems like kind of shady, um, but they never get any, any, any anything for it. Like, uh, like my friend plays what they call gotcha games, like G-A-C, G-A-C-H-A, which are it's a Japanese term for when you pay money and you spin a little thing and you get a little capsule toy and you open it and there's a surprise inside. And it's like, oh, you know, supposed to be fun. Like, oh, I got a fun treat and it's a mystery, the whole element of surprise. But gotcha games are like, you know, in online things are pe like people spending nasty, gross amounts of money to try to get a character. And it's just like, this is gambling. You are, every time you put money into the game, you are gambling that you're going to get something good. And that's genuinely so toxic. It's worse than just people who want to buy like a fun outfit for their character. Like that's just, that's just paying for something. But gotcha games are genuinely like a cancer on gaming because they, they're legitimately gambling. And a lot of people don't see it that way. They're like, it's just a gotcha game. It's just a video game. And it's like, yeah, then why did you drop $500 on this? Hmm? Like, why did you drop $500 on Genshin Impact? Just a question. Um, and I, you can probably hear that I'm genuinely annoyed by this. Because gambling is genuinely an addiction. And I feel like a lot of people don't see it that way. They just see it as, as a choice people make. And to an extent, there is an element of choice in it. But not enough people see it as a sickness, as a sickness that it is, as an addiction, the same way that, that alcohol can be an addiction, the same way smoking can be an addiction where at some point you feel like you need it and you can't live without it. And it's just like, why don't we put more limitations on this? Because there's no restrictions. Um, yeah, it's important. I've, I'm becoming enraged. Next point, online subscriptions, which has a, covers a broad area, but uh, what it is, is a business model in which a customer must pay for a reoccurring, a re pay a reoccurring price at regular intervals for access to a product, which you, you might pay... Uh, I mean, if you're listening to us on Spotify, you might be playing with an online subscription. Spotify Premium is a subscription. Netflix is a subscri subscription. Um, Disney Plus is a subscription. Um, you might be even be subscribed to a magazine, but that's, uh, you know, not an online subscription. Or you could get a digital magazine, and that's a subscription. But the thing that I want to focus on specifically is things like season passes or access to online or multiplayer experiences. Or sometimes just, you know, MMO subscriptions. So a season pass, as you, you may know, you may not, is for certain free-to-play games where it's just kind of like normal. You can play it freely, but a season pass will, uh, for example, in Fortnite, get you, uh, 
kind of access to like as you go more things than with a, a regular like free to play experience where you have to where it will take much longer to progress to the game but a season pass allows you to kind of advance quickly but only for like the season which maybe was i, I think they're like a couple months long or like uh, i think a couple months um which i mean like i don't understand them too well since i don't play games with a lot of season passes but like it just seems like a like a money scam to be honest a lot of the times i remember uh, for fortnite specifically there was a season pass to save the world which was a game mode within with within half life within fortnite that was the like the paid version and so you would pay the season pass but it wouldn't be like so it would be a reoccurring payment to kind of advance in this game which is like brilliant for people who want to make money but for gaming, it ruins it. My God, like it's because we'll move on to that thing about ownership of games later. But it can be very annoying. Um, but another example is access to online or multiplayer experiences. So uh, for a lot of games, and I'm looking directly at Nintendo and Xbox Live and PlayStation Network, or I don't remember what this PlayStation version is called. But I'm looking directly at console companies with this one. It's their fault. Um, but a lot of console video game companies will make online subscription services where you will have to pay a certain amount of money to use online services to play multiplayer or even to play certain games, um, which is kind of part of my language bullshit because I should not say that, but it's it's kind it's very ridiculous because you will all be already be paying first of all a, a huge amount of money for a base game or a console which can be like $400 for a console and like $60 for the game. And then on top of that, they say you need to spend $10 a month in order to just be able to access this game or in order to be able to play something that you thought came with it. And it's it's a scam, really. It's, it's, a, it's scamming people into spending ridiculous amounts of money and sucking them dry. And then people, you know, don't want to play or will just give in because it's the only way they can enjoy something. And it, it breaks my heart that these monies are sucking every dollar out of people because it didn't used to be this way before online services just kind of came with the game. Uh, for example, stuff like Halo. Um, the servers were just hosted by, I can't remember who made Halo, but the people who made Halo. Um, and so the servers were there. Sometimes people would host their own servers. Um, but then eventually for, uh, like Splatoon also, like Splatoon, the first one, the servers were just part of the game and Nintendo was hosting those servers but then eventually once Splatoon 2 came out they were like psych and they were like we're closing down this game and you can't play it anymore and then people who spent $60 on something in like two three years you know that's $60 on a video game should last you a long time and then in two three years it was gone and they had to pay for another one and so it's like you know $40 for Splatoon 2 hey it's cheaper than Splatoon 1 yeah, but now every time you want to play it, every like you have to pay ten dollars a month for to have to be able to log into that game, or else it's just a, a piece of plastic or, or just a digital thing that you have but can't play because you're not paying for the for the multiplayer experience. And that's why online subscription bothered me, because it's just like you didn't need to do this before, but because they want to make more money out of this greedy capitalistic desire, they're sucking you dry. It's very annoying. And it bothers me that my brother's like, oh, I want to get Nintendo Switch online. And I'm like, dang, he's 14, you know, and 
he, like, he doesn't have $10 a month, especially not, you know, where we live in Mexico. Like, you know, kids will have to, you know, they'll be, instead of saving up their money to buy a fun game they were expecting, they're not after saving up their money every month to their allowance every month to pay for a subscription so that they can enjoy the games that they have. And it's like, you already own it. Here, we're transitioning to this. You already own the game. Why aren't you allowed to play it? Hmm? Ownership and financial barriers. Last topic. Um, this is more of an opinion piece, and I want to go more into this on a separate podcast, but it feels like people don't own games anymore. I feel like a lot of games are really based on subscriptions or servers or online experiences to the point where you might you pay for a game, but you're just paying to access it. Where you don't people don't have physical copies of games anymore. Some do, but it's harder to get harder and harder to get physical copies of certain games. And some games are completely online only, where you pay $60, but if you don't have internet, you can't play that game. Even if the game itself doesn't require like any sort of internet connection, like it has no online functionality. And still, because all of the game information is hosted on a, on a central server that the, that the company owns, you won't be able to play it if you don't have internet or if the server goes down. And what happens is a lot of these games, a lot of these companies, they say we have too many servers, not enough money. So they start closing down servers. And then there's information on there that's only on those servers that is now lost forever. People lose, there are, there's video games that are just being lost to time because they couldn't be preserved because they were online only. And uh, I watched Ross Scott's about how games as a service is fraud. He's absolutely correct, and it makes me really mad every time I think about it. But it's just, it's getting harder and harder for low-income people to afford games because, first of all, they're becoming really expensive. Um, but they're also just lacking everything. So, like, sometimes you'll buy a game, excited to play it, and then you realize that there's a lot of microtransactions or a subscription service or an online subscription or a multiplayer mode or whatever. And so you pay $60, but on top of that, you have to keep paying and paying and paying. And people don't have that kind of money anymore, not with the way the economy is now. And it's just, it's, it's getting harder and harder for people to enjoy video games because video games don't come as fully, like, packed with stuff as they used to. And it's just... It's, it makes me sad and it makes me upset that it's getting harder to make games accessible to everyone. Because it's like gaming should be for everyone, for anyone who wants to have that experience. And of course you have to pay for things, right? But it keeps, it's just, it's building barriers and keeping people out. And it's, ugh, you know, it's like if you can't pay, well then you won't be able to play. And it's like, man, this is a video game, you know? It, it bothers me. This is my personal experience. I will go more into games as a service, as fraud, uh, a different time, because that's a whole topic. Um, but it's it's a really interesting one, too. But the, the just the recent shift in gaming um, from just kind of trying to pack as much as you can into one little thing, into one little gaming experience, into now one very bare-bones gaming experience with ELC, online subscription, microtransactions, like all these separate elements that they have now that used to be part of the game that have now been ripped away that you have to pay for again, like that are now hidden behind a paywall. It just, it's, it's ruined a lot of games and a lot of people's experience with gaming. And I hope that soon that may change, though I don't see it happening that way. Um, 
And I, I really hope for a future where we don't have to, where microtransactions won't be as common or um, where games will start to be chock full of everything you could do again, you know? Well, uh, that was my rant. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, down with games as a fraud. See you next time.